Hi, this is Jonathan, and I play the human wizard, Jonathan the Magimuscular. Hi, I'm Jack. I play Trevancore, a half-elf Beastmaster Ranger. Hi, this is John. I play your half-orc barbarian, Carlton Tanks. Hi, this is Julia. I play the rock gnome cleric, Bernice Q. Burns. And I am Lauren, your humble DM, and welcome to Dungeon Drunks. Distinguished adventurers, last time on Dungeon Drunks, on the Isle of Dread, in the elemental plane of water, our four heroes have successfully returned to the town of Elderwood to rest and plan for the next part of their mission, which is to find and secure one of the legendary instruments of the bards. After mulling over the nature of gravity, time, and the planes, most of the team settles down for a long rest, except for Carlton, who takes a bit of extra time to set up a small stand on the beach in preparation for the next morning, as his goal is to give away five bushels of zucchini. And now we return to our adventure, already in progress. At first light, Carlton, you awaken. I don't know if anybody else does, but I, I will say I, I'm not going to make you do anything extravagant for it, Carlton, partially because of your history of living on a farm and mostly because I feel like you would be super excited about this and would not miss a zucchini stand. Do you just go directly to your zucchini stand? Of course. Do you do uh, anything and I will, else? I will put out a little, a, a little bit of uh, a couple pieces of zucchini as free samples, and then uh, I'll make a little <laughs> wait, sign wait, that says, "Wait, wait, wait, wait." Are you just putting out? Like, what do you mean by free samples? Well, because I don't know if they have zucchini here. But what I mean is, are you just putting like two or? I guess three... I should put them on like a plate or something, or gotta chop those things up and oh, put them you on know a what? plate. I think I still have blankets in the, in the uh, blankets in the pocket or not the pocket in the bag of holding. So I'm going to pull out one of the blankets okay. and use it as like a tablecloth. All right. And then I will pull out the, I'll ask for the Everfresh box. I'll pull that out. I will open the Everfresh box. It I is filled still churros with in churros. There. Yes. Yep. Churros. Not anymore. That's my breakfast. Work some of those churros. You monster. <laughs> I have a feeling that Bernie never got her goddamn churros because I keep eating them. I need... Carlton, I need you to roll a d12. Oh, you can't eat all of those because in a later episode, those churros come into play. <laughs> well, we're about to find out. This is going to cause a time travel paradox. This is going to cause a paradox get... when you what? go to the plane of, of, of well, not of death. churros, sort hopefully. Sort of purgatory. There is one churro left in the in the Everfresh box. I you feel eat like that... 11 churros. We're going to have to retcon that. And there's I one And then put the one churro back in the bag of holding. Now, I chop up pieces of zucchini and put them in the Everfresh box as a little display for the free samples. Why would you use the... Uh, I'm not even... You know what? <laughs> We're not there. Oh, that We're not I there. Honestly, I can't... no one's there to tell Carlton anything. We're all there. <laughs> and I can do. All right, you're going to chop up a zucchini and put it in the Everfresh box and leave it open for, as a no, display. No, I'll close it, but when somebody comes by, I'll open it. That way they don't dry out in the sun. Okay, but you're just chopping up pieces of zucchini. I can't... <laughs> I mean, have you ever had? You did this, Lauren. You did this. I know. This. I know. For the sake of comedy, John, the player, yes. have you ever actually had raw zucchini? Oh, yeah. It's terrible. Okay, good. Thank you. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't taking advantage of the player knowledge. 
in doing something ridiculous. Okay. John, the player, knows it's terrible. Carlton's like, I gotta get rid of this zucchini. It's literally the ass crack of dawn. All of us are tired from fighting a goddamn volcano. No one is there to stop him. My churro is probably now covered in some kind of nether weave we, we know that the stuff does, in the bag of holding does not interact, so you at least know that. Every time I think about the bag of holding, I think about World of Warcraft with like the ne- never nether weave bags or never weave bags. I am unfamiliar with that because I've played five hours of World of Warcraft and tried to walk away from it before it consumed my life. I will say, I've thought way too much about a bag of holding in the last couple of years and the properties thereof. And one of these days, we're going to do an entire episode where I just ask you, all of you, all of the dumb questions I've had about bag of holdings forever. We may do that as a, we may do a drinks at the DM bag of holding edition because it it makes me happy. Anyway. I just think about my brother-in-law who, when I was first playing World of Warcraft, played a lot and he got me lots of fancy equipment and the fancy bags and he <laughs> and wasn't so just even my fancy. brother-in-law that time he was just dating my sister and he played with me and he like came up and he had all the cool stuff and he gave me lots of cool stuff and i thought you're just trying to make a good impression <laughs> did it work i mean yeah <laughs> well, <there you> go. <laughs> <laughs> i can't blame him all right carlton Yes, you are up. You've you've got your display going on. There are actually quite a number of people down at the beach because anyone that's going out in a fishing boat of some sort, while there is dawn is a misnomer because, of course, there is no sun, but there is a gradual lightening of the sky and a gradual darkening. So at dawn, a lot of these people who are going out to fish are there. So as you are doing your final prep and setting everything up, there's a couple of dozen people who are all you know greeting each other going in to see quat going in to prep their boats going out onto the pier with fishing lines are you doing anything to entice people or are you just as people are like coming by i'll be like chatting them up like hey if you want to try i have free zucchini it's uh take what you want leave what you can take what you want or leave what you can can you be more specific what do you mean if you have the means to pay You can pay what you want. If you do not have the means, just let me know how much zucchini you would like, and you may have it. Oh, okay. So free zucchini, or you can pay it forward. All right. I have nothing on me at the moment that is not required for going out fishing. I have plenty of zucchini to go around, so when you come back from fishing, you know, and your hands are full, and you want to make a second trip, that's fine. If you want to use it for bait, I can give you a zucchini now. Or if you need a lunch, you can roast it over the fire. Are there fish that require zucchini for bait? I, I too, would very much like to meet the fish that is enticed by the zucchini. As you offer this idea, the dwarf in front of you grabs one of the samples and pops it in his mouth and chews thoughtfully. It's much better cooked. And he chews with the thought uh, that is obvious on their face of, this is horrible. But is this good bait? And eventually they nod and they say, I will take two and I will bring one back to my my husband and we will try to cook them up. But I do not think this would be good bait, even the seeds. That's fine. And I will pull out two zucchini and hand it to them. Um, As the rest of you are waking up, Carlton, roll a percentile dice. Okay. This gonna be good. Eight. In the first hour, you give away eight zucchini. 
Also, okay. if you were been a cleric, you would have uh, inspired a divine intervention. Holy wow. shit. Wow. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's slow going because at the moment it's only the fishermen and a lot of them are having the same conversation that that dwarf had, which is I don't ha- like even though you're saying it's free, a lot of them have this, ah, but I'm about to get on a boat. But they're making you can tell they're making mental notes and you but you do give away eight of them. One of the fishermen actually says promises to bring you back a fish. He takes three and promises to bring you back a fish. And uh, I say that is much appreciated, but we know that the seas are a, they they give what they want. And if the seas are not bountiful as we hope, then do not worry about it. Ah, uh, you are a, a fisherman yourself. I, I've dabbled once or twice. I wouldn't call myself a professional by any means. But yes, I, I do know that sometimes you have a good day and sometimes it's a waste of a day. Except for, you know, spending the time out with your friends and family on the water. You always have to cherish those moments. Right, friend? I do. And I will start today with four zucchini, and so it is already a good day. Put more good into the world than you take out of it. Are you also selling advice? Nope. That's just my... uh, I've come close to death a lot, and just trying to live a better life. I hear that, my friend. And they wander off. Uh, Meanwhile, as Carlton is... Making friends with the local populace via zucchini, the three of you and your various familiars and animals and everything wake up. And your half orc companion. Actually, you know what I want? I want. I do want Carlton to make a stealth check. Not just to see whether you woke anybody up on the way out. Sure. 20. Yeah. 30, 20 or Guess natural? Not. Uh, soft. Does anybody have a passive perception over that? Not me. Nope. Nope. You all wake up. Carlton's not there. Oh. Where's Carlton? I don't know. I need to give him his uh, his dose of magic. Uh, I guess better see if he was kidnapped. Uh, doesn't look like there's any signs of struggle or battle. <laughs> so, would any of us notice the bushels of zucchini that um, Carlton brought in from the pocket house? No, because they were in the bag. Of holding. They were in the bag. They were in the bag. Of holding. Okay, that's right. So we wouldn't have known. Okay. I mean, we know he put a bushel of zucchini. Like, how many? Seven? Eight? There were seven bushels at the house, and I believe he put five? Yes, I left two for the house. Five. Five bushels of zucchini. A massive amount of zucchini were, is in that bag. Doing her morning where she's just like, <clears throat> and she's like slowly just getting ready for the day and like locking on all her armor and stretching and. She's like, all right, we should find him because we are in a strange place playing something. We aren't in Waterdeep anymore. And while all these people seem really nice, everything outside of this town definitely would kill us. So just in case, let's go find him. Lauren, you said these were straw mattresses, right? Yes. Come, like, basic. Pretty basic. And like, like the really kind of like cheap ones where like, like on a down pillow, sometimes the feather kind of pokes you in the face where the straw sometimes pokes you in the face. Um, like, would I be able to pull a piece of straw out of the straw mattress? Yes. So I'll, oh, I'll say they're, no. they're, nicer, <laughs> they're nicer straw mattresses than I'm getting poked, but you could definitely, uh, you find the, uh, the place where they're sewn together and you're able to poke your finger in and grab a, a straw. Oh, it's full on bit. As soon as like they're out looking for me, 
straw in the mouth. Farmer Carlton. Farmer Carlton. Farmer Carlton. Okay, I, I want you to know I have found the vegetable conversion chart because I felt bad the last time that we were talking about bushels and where the amount of pounds that I'd given you was in corn for mm. a bush- bushel of corn. But I've recently found the amount of zucchini that are in a bushel, and it is 40 pounds. It is not, uh, I think I had said it was like 70 pounds for That's a bushel. That's still a lot of fucking zucchini, Lauren. It, but it is a difference. We, it, it came out to being 300 and some change, so I think you said they were like 50 pounds. That actually makes sense. So I, pr- I probably grabbed the carton of corn. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, but I found a conversion chart that is specifically for zucchini. For zucchini. I don't know why I find that so funny. So so it's 40 pounds a bushel. You currently have five bushels. You have 200 pounds of zucchini, which does mean your bag of holding is still okay. Sorry. Please continue with the uh, waking up and thinking that Carlton has been kidnapped. Bernie's got her stuff on. She's like, God damn it. I just wanted a nice day. Okay. And so um, I guess she's going to go outside and... If uh, he's is he in like a direct line of sight or should I do a perception check? He is not in a direct line of sight. You are the guest quarters. The guest housing is towards the back of the town, almost to the wall, but not quite. Whereas Carlton has set up on the beach, which is literally the opposite end of town. So you could not see him if you tried. Okay, so she doesn't. She's. I don't need to do a perception check. She's just gonna be like. I guess town first, and, um, okay. And she's just gonna start trying to, like, she's tired. It's not systematic. She's just gonna wonder until she finds him. Yeah, Jonathan the Metamuscular uh, also emerges, puts on his mage armor, and it's like, okay, let's, uh, yeah, let's have a look for a Carlton. Yep. Yep, Travancore and Shadow head out. Travancore looks at Shadow's like, yeah, the nose might know. And I uh, asked uh, Shadow hey, to... Hey, Travancore, since you're here and Carlton's not... Chicksa! And tra- <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan the Magimuscular grabs Carlton's head and casts no, a mind blank on, on him. You mean Travancore? Travancore. What did I say? You, you said, said Carlton. Carlton. Oh, okay. No, I meant Travancore since he's here. Respectfully, what the fuck? <laughs> Bernie looks at, like, Travancore's face and looks back at John and she said, don't... Don't do that to me. That might be one of the few fucks I leave in the game. I, I do edit out a lot of fucks. I may have to leave in respectfully what the fuck. I think because it's me too and I almost never use that So jo- Jonathan the Muscular is like, I'm sorry, uh, Travancore. I'm just, I'm impatient and I need to get this spell out of me. Congratulations. you. you uh, it's a lot harder to mind control you. Well, well thank you, I guess. So, and then Travancore turns away from Jonathan and says, Shadow, see if you can pick up a Carlton scent. <laughs> All right, you want uh, Shadow to make a perception check? Yeah, let's with see. his a- nose with advantage, I believe. Avec avantage, let's see nose perception. Oh yeah, he gets a decent bonus to that. Avec avantage. Oh well, neither one are particularly good, but high rolls twenty-two. Ah, yeah. While you're rolling, Travancore, also go ahead and roll me a perception check. Just a regular perception check. You got it. I should know what my perception is by now, but here we are. Oh, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I thought it was. All right, with advantage also or just a regular one? Just a straight. 11. So, yeah, I mean, we've all been playing for years, but also it's a game and there's a lot going on, and that's why we have a character sheet and books. You know, you just look shit up. That's fine. Yeah. Carlton left not long enough ago to hide his scent, 
especially since he hasn't taken a shower this morning. And so Shadow is able to pick up on the familiar scent very quickly and with the confidence of a bloodhound immediately starts leading you towards the beach. Travancore, you, you're following. Something feels a little weird. Feels like you're being watched, maybe? It's not, you don't get like the hairs on the back of your neck nefarious, but you're, you could swear every once in a while as as the town is waking up around you and you are following Shadow towards the edge of the beach, you could swear every once in a while you you do that thing in where you make accidental eye contact with somebody who is looking at you and then they look away feeling guilty that they've looked at you. That happens more than once. Are they looking at me specifically or are they looking at uh, Shadow? Uh, they seem to be looking at the group, but more than once you make eye contact with people. Which is what's giving you that weird feeling. Like, people are looking at your group as the three of you and the bear and the owl are heading through town. Hmm. Um, I'm going to make a roll to see what I'm going to do. One and two is going to be one outcome, and three and four is going to be a different outcome. Sure. Oh, yes, this is the one I wanted to do. Trevacor stops and says, yeah? Like, he actually makes eye contact back at the person and says, it seems like somebody has a question. Apparently... Travancore's uh, tact was erased by a mind blank, by an unexpected mind blank. I'm sorry. Yeah, normally <laughs> he's sorry. very diplomatic about this kind of thing, but it's just like he got mind blanked and like Travancore's missing and he's in an unusual place. So he's like, all right, if someone has something they want to say, then let them say it. It's fine. So you make so eye contact. seemingly no one. And so Bernie's like, what? 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 Yeah, you make eye contact with a... Uh, one of the turtles, actually, okay. who, as you are walking through, has been looking at you and, and you have that moment. And so you you speak up and um, this turtle, a younger turtle, it looks like, with very bright green skin and shell is currently in the process of like holding a pack while being caught looking at all of you and you call out to this person and uh, the turtle says, Oh, apologies. I was not... uh, I was so curious about those who were going to be taking people home. Oh. All right. Well, hi. My name's Carlton. This is Bernice Q. Burns. This is Jonathan Nagymuscular. Oh, no. I, I, it was the wrong kind of mind blank. I've turned him into Carlton. Hello. And uh, the turtle tor- now approaches a little bit abashed at being caught staring, but also now like accepting this moment and a bright smile on their face, holding out a hand in a in in a handshaking gesture that feels to you like they've just learned it like five, six moments ago. Oh, my name is Paquat. It is very nice to meet you. I am not one of those who will be taking you up on your offer because this is my home. But I know some who are very happy about your offer, or at least sending messages. And I saw all of you and was curious, so please forgive my stare. Oh, no worries. I'm just, I'm a little off today, and then Travancore will glare at Jonathan. 
Something's different. Can't put, put my finger on it. Jonathan Magimuscular's gonna kind of like look around. He's gonna whistle nonchalantly, kind of like rock on his heels a little. That's okay. It is still early in the morning, and I believe that everyone should be given an opportunity to warm up to the day. Well, we're gonna warm up. We actually have uh, something to take care of real quick, but uh, let's circle back to you later. We'll make some time. Maybe we'll have lunch together or something. That would be very nice, definitely. Tell me when you would like to do that. I am around. I am just taking care of fixing blankets and clothing all day. Hmm. All right, and I guess you'll be in this area? I can be wherever you want. Okay, let's... You are more noticeable, and you watch as Paquat the head turns to look at Shadow. Oh, yes, and this is Shadow. He is my... My companion, my dear friend. And a magnificent animal and very noticeable. Yeah, he has that effect on on people. I will come and find you later, but uh, please, thank you for being so nice at, at my rudeness, but now you know why I was staring so much. Oh. People are excited. Not at all. Forgive my lack of tact this morning. I was, again million things going on. You you know how it goes. I do. You need more tea. And Dravicor, <laughs> upon, immediately upon hearing this, realizes it's true, but comes back to it later. Everyone needs more tea. See, she knows. And then Dravicor is sort of like just gesture as if he's going to keep going and following Shadow to find Carlton. Um, so Paquat stands there, watches you walk away. Wait, Paquat or Quat? Polquat. P-A-L-Q-U-A-T. That's what I have. Well, it doesn't matter. That's, it's a, it yeah, may have transliterated. No, you actually came very, very close. Polquat. Oh. Yep. The turtle seamstress. And yes, with your motion and feeling your urge to continue on, Shadow continues to lead you towards the beach. We here at Dungeon Drunks are huge fans of Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams in a single grand adventure. And it is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from Companions of the Hall, High Rollers, Sea Team, Silver and Steel, and more. I usually have the game running in the background while I edit audio for this show, and thanks to the fine folks who make Idle Champions, we're fortunate to be able to offer a free gold chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on December 27th at 8pm Pacific, so open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. C-A-P-H-T-E-L-T-O-A-T-S so use that code and then let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got for your champions. And now, enough of the loot drops, back to the show. Within a few moments, yeah, you break through the uh, the area that is where most of the houses and buildings are for this town. And you see the expansive beach in front of you. You see the little hut that uh, your tabaxi guide Quat is usually supposed to be hanging out in 
And not far away, you see a new feature of the beach. Carlton, go ahead and describe your zucchini stand. You know, imagine the Lucy's Peanuts stand, but made with driftwood. So it's got like the nice curliness and it's got a nice little uh, checkered blanket tablecloth. But you see a little box on there. Carlton with the straw out in there. And when he notices you, well, howdy, friends, come on down. Oh, oh my gods. Bless Bay. Travancore just stares. He doesn't have anything to say. <laughs> Who am I as the DM to get in the way of this moment? Go for it. <laughs> Bernie's going to walk up and say, You woke up very early to do this. Some of it was last night. And then some was this morning. Oh. And then it's take what you want, leave what you can. So those that can't can have as much as they need. And those that are better off can, you know, pay it forward. Well, that's very sweet of you, Carlton. Because I have 300 pounds of zucchini to get rid of. Yes, you you do. And sometimes we are our own punishment. <laughs> and Bernie's going to say, how many, how many zucchini have you given away? Eight. Oh, my. People are just starting to wake up now. Like, right now, it's just all the fishermen. And they don't really want zucchini for lunch. One person did promise me to bring back a fish if he caught one. If he caught at least, at least an extra one. Oh. Yeah. But I think once more people start waking up and the town starts to kind of move, and then they realize there's free zucchini, we uh, we might be in some good dire straits. Have you let them... Are you... And Bernie kind of looks at the Everfresh box and thinks about her churros. Oh, here, I saved your churro for you, and I hand her one of the churros. The one churro. She's gonna say, oh, oh, I thought I had a baker's dozen. Okay. No, it, it, just the one. Just the one? Okay. But there, there'll be more later. Okay, and she's gonna she's gonna start munching on the chair and she's gonna say, "Have you suggested to them how they might cook it? Because if you've never had zucchini before and you eat, and she looks at the everfresh box, yeah, 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 raw zucchini." So my my flame guy wasn't awake yet. Uh, so but now he's here. Hey Jonathan, can I, can I get a little flame and I like point to a little side pile of driftwood? Up, oh, sure thing. And uh, Jonathan the Mad Muscular is gonna point a firebolt at it. <laughs> And now like I got a fire roasted zucchini. And Travancore is going to grab a couple of zucchini and stick them like on the like on, I guess pitons or whatever he has to roast with or sticks or something. He's a beach. He'll figure it out. And then he'll start. Yeah, he'll start cutting up. My thing he'll is start roasting a couple of zucchinis, but he also has like cooking ingredients or whatever. He's going to cut up, chop up a couple of zucchini, use the extra spices he has, and try and make some sort of curry. Right there on the beach. I love yeah, it. Yeah, beach um, curry. We have Best. a bowl. Beach curry? Is there a bowl for the beach? Curry? Beach curry might be the name of this episode. So it's not just zucchini, but if you go to Kani- uh, Cape Comorin, also called Kanikamari, in the very bottom of India, the tip that meets like uh, the Arabian Sea, the Bay of Bengal, and the Indian Ocean, you can actually get a dish where it's like uh, cut up mango, but it's not like like sweet mango. It's sort of more of a, a unripe mango. You sprinkle a little bit of um, of curry like coriander on it or cayenne or pepper, and you put a little bit of corn into the mix, and you can eat it. and It's amazing. I would eat the shit out of that. Yeah, I want yeah. I want a performance check with advantage for real world knowledge because I did not know that that was a thing and beach curry now needs to be a thing. Let's see what happens. All right, with avec avantage. Yeah, high roll is eighteen. Yeah, within about thirty minutes. Uh, well, you tell me how long does it make to make this curry? Uh, well, it's just you know it's zucchini. There's no like meat ingredient to it. Nothing to worry about the thing. I'm thinking. Maybe 20 minutes tops between prep, cu- cutting, and cooking it. Let's say 25, just to be safe. Make sure it's safe to eat. 
Yeah. Within 25 minutes, the smell coming out of your curry pot, despite the fact that curry is not necessarily a breakfast food, it is very enticing. And uh, Carlton, you are quickly mobbed as people are approaching to see what the smell is, because while zucchini is known to this town, I don't think zucchini curry is, because it wasn't known to me, so why not? Beach curry. Yeah. Beach, beach zucchini beach curry. curry. <laughs> beach curry. Beach curry. I'm trying to make beach curry for real now. Do you have a pot? Th- think about where Travicor is from, first and foremost. Also, uh, at least some of you have some cooking supplies with your, your packs for I camping. Guess so, I know it's yeah. not often that you've had to go out camping, but like a lot of the adventurers' packs include basic cooking supplies. And yeah. Very quickly, the the smell, the sight, and the fact that you are all now being noticed as um, the people who have promised to be able to bring notes back home, be able to send messages home, be able to send people home. There is very- And provide free zucchini. And provide free zucchini. Um, Travancore, are you sharing with anybody who comes by, or is this- Oh, yeah. Anyone who comes, like, I have, like, my own personal, like, supplies people can eat out of if they want to. If they have their own bowls, they can bring them to. I'm just scooping in there, and I'm talking casually about how... So the zucchini seeds themselves come from Faerun, right? Or come from our plane of existence? Yes. Uh, the zucchinis were originally purchased on the material yeah, plane. so... Yes. When's the last... So they are non-native species. When's the last time any of you had food from the, from the material that was has origins in the material plane? At this very moment, amongst the the group of people that you were talking to is Yogg, the the twortle that you had met when you first arrived at the island, has uh, brought... At this point, news has spread of what is going on, and people are literally bringing bowls to to this impromptu beach curry bake out you're gonna have to make more (laughs) yeah you're gonna have to make more people i'll keep making it and i'll mention that hey if you guys want to buy some my 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 good friend carlton tanks has plenty not buy take what you need leave what you can oh this is really nice eh i i think i've had zucchini before or at least something like this but now not prepared like this. This is amazing. And Yogg is just nomming away, despite the fact that, once again, curry, not necessarily a breakfast food. People are loving it. And then I start going into it. You could spiralize it. You could saute it. You could fry it. You could fire roast it. They're all in one vegetable. Zucchini. Brittany says, if you're feeling lazy, just chop it up in little medallions and put it in a frying pan. Add some salt and some pepper and some olive oil and a little bit of garlic. It's going to take you not even 20 minutes. You'll be fine. Also a great filler for soup. All right. We're going to have some fun. Give me a second. I have to pull something up. Uh, Jonathan, what are you doing? What are you doing during all of this? Just kind of taking it all in and just uh, taking in the smells and uh, and doing some equations in his head since his uh, morning prep was a little interrupted. But uh, but yeah, he's kind of catching up with that in his mind. Bernie is also eating a bowl of this because she hasn't had breakfast and she's like, this looks really good. Yeah, it's delicious. So here's what I want you to do. So over the next hour, what you discover is this egalitarian society of a town that has built up on the Isle of Dread. While there is trade between people, it is kind of a very neighborly mixture of we we care and take after each other. So no one really has nothing or everything 
And so when you're talking about take what you need, leave what you can kind of stuff, a lot of it ends up less being about people who are rich or poor or who have or have not and more convenience, more it's the fishermen who are going out to sea who can't afford to give you anything on them because they need the stuff. It's the people who are just passing on by because they heard about stuff and they don't have anything on them to give. But now that you've been here a while, now that Travancore has enticed people, now that word has started to spread, people are bringing things intentionally to, I would love to offer you something in exchange for some zucchini. And uh, how long would you like to stay? How many hours would you like to stay on the beach giving away zucchini? Does Birdie have anything to prevent sunburn? I'll say you did enough prep in Waterdeep that you have stuff to help with that, that you don't necessarily have to use a healing spell because you you did a lot of, of hardcore work of like, we're going to be out on the ocean and so we need stuff that's going to be salt resistant. We're going to be on the Isle of Dread and that's probably going to be a place that's a, a jungle. So I'm going to say you've... You, you've got a little zinc to put on people's noses and stuff. Okay. Bernie finishes his her zucchini and realizes that Carlton might be in for the long haul. And she just starts slathering everyone with fantasy sunscreen. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Bernie. I'm going to, my goal is to get rid of all this zucchini. Fun fact, my ears definitely burn. Carlton, Bernie is standing on the, like, the, 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 the thing. Because she's tiny. And so she's like, Carlton's trying to sell, and she's like slather. She's like, blah, 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 blah. and like she leans over, and she's like putting, she's doing the like mom rub on like on Travancore's very pointy ears, and like she's like, come, Jonathan, come here, come here, yep, come here, yep, and she's yep. just like rub it. She's making sure oh, that okay, because Jonathan, I, we we've canon that Jonathan like Jonathan much muscular is like full on shaved his head bald, and so she's like rubbing like his head, and she's like. Oh, God, Make sure it's the worst when it gets okay, sunburned thank you. up here. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, you, oh, I know okay. that because my dad gets sunburned on his head sometimes and he's a whiny little baby about it. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Straw hats for everybody. Okay, but I need to know, how many hours are you hanging out on the beach? Travancore has his lunch date, so probably once he sees or senses it's around like 12, he'll, he might excuse himself. Okay. Bernie says, if you're coming back, reapply. Uh, Carlton will be there for the day. He might take like a potty break here, a lunch break here, but he's in it for the day. Okay. So so let's say for the moment, it's four hours that you got there at about eight o'clock. You probably got there earlier, but like there wasn't much going on. You so you gave away those eight. You got there at eight. It's about noonish now. You know, Jonathan has his ping of it's noon, give or take a few minutes. And Travancore, before you leave, with it being four hours, I would like each of you to roll a d100 and and save your numbers don't rattle them off just yet because i'm probably going to need you to roll something else again so let's start let's start with the zucchini of the hour carlton what'd you roll 53 all right i need you to roll one more d100 16 oh jeez you're just doing a lot of rolls today actually you know what i'll make this fun one of the elves takes an entire bushel of your zucchini like and lifts it up as though it were not a problem this whole Great. 40 pounds of zucchini and leaves behind a scroll case thank you my friend may this feed your family and provide you bountiful uh times and we'll get to that in a second jonathan what did you roll 86 86 
six. Okay, I need you to roll one more d100. Okay, 18. An older halfling comes up and leaves behind a sword, actually. So this uh, there's a scroll case and then what looks like a very nice sword that you you will all get a chance to look at in a, mo- in a moment. Travancore, go ahead and... What was your D100 roll? 78. 78. Go ahead and roll one more D100. Okadoka, 51. Okay. Oh, dear. Another turtle comes up and scrounges in their bag and pulls out what... Even to you as a uh, small s spellcaster, can see as a wand and leaves it behind with the where the uh, sword and the scroll are. And finally, Bernie, what was your number? Bernie rolled a 46. 46. And one more D100 from you. All right. 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> the final person to come walking on up to you that leaves something behind. So you've been left a bunch of stuff and a lot of it actually is food. A lot of people are leaving behind loaves of bread or, you know, breakfast foods or, you know, I'll make you a sandwich. The fisherman actually comes back for lunch and brings out uh, quite the nice, you're not sure what kind of fish it is. It kind of looks like a swordfish, but smaller, like, you know, only about two feet long instead of like, uh, but like a fresh swordfish. And so a lot of what is being offered is is food back and forth and some other trinkets. But these four items seem to be the ones that really pique all of your interests as something extra special. And Baka, the Tortle Welcoming Committee, is around noon comes up to all of you. And she is holding a little bottle in her hand that you all recognize as kind of a well-worn potion bottle and leaves that and takes just one zucchini and says, it was really lovely to hear about all of the food that you've been gifting to everybody. And so I wanted to leave a little thing here. But also I wanted to see how long you were going to be here because I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of people are very excited about the idea of sending messages home. Well, uh, yes. I mean, I should, I I was planning on being at the cart or the stall for pretty much the day, but I believe my uh, friends were were going to be out doing things as well. Well, do, do you think you could maybe have lunch with me and we can talk over things and and you can come back for the rest of the day because I think I think before people get the right or wrong idea we should talk about logistics because and she kind of looks over at Jonathan knowing that you were say, the... let me point you to my logistics man and I point to Jonathan <laughs> Hello. And <it's> less, <laughs> less about logistics and more she knows from your previous conversations that this is something that that you're kind of spearheading there's not a lot of people who want to take you up on your offer to go home, but there's a lot of people who want to send messages. In fact, I kind of have suddenly a lot of letters, which is actually really kind of sweet. So let me let you clean up here a little bit. And, and uh, would you meet me back at, 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 at my home office and the welcoming committee and we can talk? Sure. Would you mind if I invited uh, Plo Quat? Like I have a standing uh, luncheon date with him or them. 
Oh, that that sweet that that sweet child. Um, I will send a message to him and ask him to delay that to dinner, just so that I'm sure he'll understand. He was super excited to hear about what you were doing, so I'll, I'll let him know, and you can meet up with him for dinner. But I think it'd be best if, at least at first, it's just the five of us that talk. Okay. Okay. And you can see from her countenance, she it's it's not that she's worried about anything, and it's. Actually, Travancore, you would pick up on this the most. This is an administrator doing the, I want to make sure I have dotted all of my T's and crossed all of my I's. And as you pack up for a little bit the zucchini stand and you grab these, some of the stuff that's been left behind, I'll let you kind of decide what you want to do with some of the food. But these four specific items will pause there, but I will tell you what you got. So we'll start with the three items. The sword that you got, you look into it, and it is a sword of answering. Uh, I, I will assume that Jonathan is going to be casting Identify on all of oh, these. Yeah. I will let you say that you did this, these as rituals just to make things happen. This is a legendary longsword. And so whoever grabs this, I need to know what your alignment is. And I see uh, Carlton has a big smile on his face. I mean, it's Carlton's, right? Like, that would be weird for any of us to grab it. Like, as soon as it got put out and, like, Travancore was like, okay, thank you. And then I was like, I'm just going to hear. Hey, Jonathan, what is this? Uh, chaotic good, I think, is what Carlton currently is. There is an emerald in the gem. And the name of the sword is the Answerer. This is a plus three long sword. While you hold the sword, you can use your reaction to make one melee attack with it against any creature in your reach that deals damage to you. You have advantage on the attack roll and any damage dealt with this special attack ignores any damage immunity or resistance the target has. Um, I'm assuming you have proficiency with a long sword as you're currently using one yeah. right now. The magic wand is a wand of polymorph. Sorry, it what? has seven charges. <laughs> While holding it, you can use an action to expend one of its charges to cast the Polymorph spell. The DC is probably a bit lower than any of your DCs. However, you don't have to use a spell slot to use it. Um, and it does regain charges at the beginning of every dawn. And there is a chance it can be destroyed. But that, that you have a wand of Polymorph. Who would like to take that? It does require attunement by a spellcaster. I, I mean, you can... You, you can technically any yeah, four of us can use it, right? Yeah, uh, Carlton now has spells. You that are he can cast. you are not considered a spellcaster. I'm a ritual caster, is what basically I'm. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I don't want it. You don't have to decide on this now. Okay. but I will say one of you should, and it does require attunement. The potion that came out is a potion of flying, which is adorable. Which is exactly what it sounds like. So that's, it is, you drink the potion, you get a flying speed equals your walking speed for one hour and can hover, which is super important for when uh, you get incapacitated or something happens. That is, that is a potion of flying. And then the final thing you got requires one more roll because you got Jonathan, or I'll say Carlton because it was, it was you actually think that rolled this. You open up the case Mm -hmm. There is a spell scroll in there, and I just need to search for something real quick. I think this determines Dunamancy, 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 Dunamancy. I think this determines whether uh, JMM gets the wand or if he gets the spell, because if it's a spe if it's a wizard spell. So, do you have like a random number generator there? Uh, 
yes. Okay, I need you to give me a random number between 1 and 17 inclusive. Three. Interesting. You gain a spell scroll of antipathy, sympathy, which I've actually never used. The target attracts on the or repels list. creatures of your choice. So what you rolled was an eighth level spell scroll. So yeah, you you now have this other spell scroll there uh, that you can decide what you want to do with. And we can decide on that next time. As... Jonathan, go long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I Bernie figured that as soon... hand next to the potion and she says, fly. And she surreptitiously puts it in her pocket. <gasps> Flying Coco Snoot. <laughs> you can ride him like a Pegasus. She just says, she just kind of says like to herself, she goes, I'm going to fly. And she just <laughs> takes the potion. <laughs> All right. So, so yes, you've got a sort of answering a wand of polymorph, a potion of flying, and a, an eighth level spell scroll. Y'all rolled really well on that random table that I pulled up because of some amazing things that you did. Sort of an- uh, answering. Jeez. Right? Right? On on a random roll of, a d- of two random rolls because you had to roll on the table to see which roll you were going to roll, which table you're going to roll on. So talk oh, about wow. random rolls. I don't know. I think y'all rolled really, really well considering oh, yeah. some of the some of the potions and some of the other stuff on there that could have come up were were uh, interesting, but not nearly as uh, versatile. So anyway, we will add those to your <laughs> character. So we have a wand of ape Bernie. Do you have a wand yeah. of ape Bernie? We do. I mean, or just anything you want a polymorph. Mm. So it doesn't have to be ape Bernie. Anyway, we're gonna pause there. And the next time we get together, you will be talking over plans with Baka to do what you had said that you were looking to do with the 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 citizens of this town and maybe finally getting to the point where you're going to be going after uh, a dragon and the the stuff that it has but first let me give you some experience for the science chat at the beginning for your fruit stand which I will also give you experience for even though I'm also just I gave you stuff because I thought that that was adorable that like Travancore was doing uh, beach curry and Bernie was running around putting zinc on everybody's noses. So for all of that, I'm going to give you a total of 9,600 experience to split between the four of you. And the next time we get together, it will be tea time with Baka. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, visit us at DungeonDrunks.com for links to all of our social media, pictures and bio of our cast, a full list of credits, and more. We'd appreciate it if you left us a review, and we would love it if you come support us on Patreon. Visit Patreon.com slash DungeonDrunks to sign up. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our patrons and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you, Megan, Lori, a.k.a. Calamity Jane, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Adi, Linnea Boyev, Magic Dance, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.